You already know what it is. We got Aaron Singerman and PJ Braun holding it down for you and yours. The best in bodybuilding. Iron Empire Radio. Check it. You fucking with an Iron Empire. Harder than shells from a piece when I fire. Harder than hell. Feel the heat through the wire. Peace on me. PJ, tonight is a very exciting episode. This is episode number 18. We have tonight the debut of the dating game. Um, very, very exciting. We've been building this up for a while. Um, I think that we may uh, we may have a perfect love connection made tonight. I have a strong feeling about this. You know, people, you know, they, they probably won't appreciate the amount of work that it takes to schedule. You know, we have three bachelors and the wonderful, lovely Jessica Dunn is our bachelorette. And, of course, scheduling you and I to do the show. So putting this all together wasn't easy. Um, I even you and I even um, had to scramble a little bit. I guess that's uh, not uh, that's a fair thing to say that um, we we missed one of our bachelors. We'll talk about it more after the commercial break. I don't want to go too far into our into our game, the dating game, but we had to do some scrambling, and uh, and I think that we uh, came out pretty good in the end. Yeah, we actually really did. Uh, fate had its way with our our game tonight, uh, and I uh, I think that um. You know, sometimes, you know, we'll we'll see what happens when we when we uh, run the the, uh, the actual dating portion of the show. But you know, sometimes when uh, life gives you lemon, you make lemonade. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, and and uh, I think that's what'll be happening uh, later on tonight. But first, you know, um, I wanted to ask you about uh, dating like this. Like, uh, have you ever been put in a scenario? where uh, you went on a date with a girl that you didn't... I mean, you know, you are different. And I guess I'm different, too, than a lot of people listening. And the fact that a lot of times we we haven't uh, been put into this kind of situation before. I don't know. Have you been on, like, blind dates before? Have you been on... Obviously, you haven't been on a dating game show, but anything similar to this? Yeah, sort of. Not not as extreme as this. I've been on some random blind date situations before. Um, you know, going on a date with somebody that you don't know is, is not fun or cool. It's usually sucks. Um, you know, first of all, when you don't know what the person look like, you know, it's kind of like Russian roulette. Like you get there. You so you've done, wait, 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 you've done totally blind date where you hear like a friend's like, Hey, this chick's hot. Come on, go, go meet her. And you go like meet her, not knowing if she's hot or, or fat or what. Well, you know, when I was younger, like in my college days, me and my friends, you know, we would go out and like, you know, we'd all meet different girls and, you know, then they would want to meet our friends and stuff like that. So, you know, basically what would happen to be like, there's like one of us would have gotten lucky with somebody. Um, and, you know, for instance, like my, my buddy, uh, Castaldi, you know, he's been on the show before, you know, I'd be like, listen, man, I, I met this girl. I like her, you know, she wants somebody, you know, for one of her friends. Do you want to come out? Uh, and, and, you know, his first question would always be, you know, is she a slut? <laughs> um, to which if I replied no, then he usually would you know wouldn't want to go. Uh, and if you, if I replied yes, then he'd be like, all right, screw it, I'll do it. You know, because he's assuming um, that her her friends will also be sluts. Yeah, that's what they wanted. That was the that was the go to uh, answer. Uh, and it's kind of funny because we actually talked about it later in life. How funny it is that that was our top priority. Because uh, I would do the same thing. He'd be like, yo, I want you to come out. I'm gonna have this chick. She's gonna bring her friend. And I'd be like, is she hot? And he'd be like, ah, she's all right. And I'd be like, is she a slut? And he'd be like, yeah, she's pretty slut. And I'd be like, all right, cool, I'll come out, whatever. You know, like, uh, and that, that was like the main deciding factor in whether or not that we would go out. Well, you know, did it, well, let me ask you before I say anything. Did it ever pay off for Gastaldi? I mean, did he ever go out with one of your girls that you're seeing slut friends and make it, you know, make it work? 
score? Nope. No. Never? No, not that I know of. So, so he would go out with the girl that has slept friends and never score. No, I, I've I've been in some ugly situations where like I I met a random girl and like hated her and got into like fights with her and stuff. You have? Yeah, I actually remember one one circumstance where I hated this one girl so much. She was running her mouth to me so much and like you can't hit a girl, you know. Um, and uh, I took a bottle and I smashed it on the wall next to her head. And she was, like, startled. She was, like, totally stunned. And then I kind of, like, dropped it on the floor and walked away. <laughs> my, <laughs> my one buddy, Phil, everybody was quiet. My buddy, Phil, was like, he, he is on low carbs. Like, I, I, I don't know <laughs> uh, The girl was just running her mouth to me nonstop. She was just awful. Talking um, shit to you. That was many, many years ago. Mm. Well, um, me and you have a double date situation that was pretty funny. This is a while ago, obviously before I met Darielle and before you met Amber. I should say that I should preface our story with that, right? Yes, uh, that was a, that was a great great time. Uh, actually, you were in New York for you were covering some show. What show were you covering? I think I was covering the New York Pro a few years ago. All right, so you're covering the New York show and you're staying at my house. And uh, I had been talking to this girl. I had gone out on a couple dates with her, and um, she was a really nice girl, very pretty. I, I liked her. And uh, she uh, was very like kind of like flaky though. She uh, wouldn't. She wouldn't do the normal PJ Braun date of let's go watch a movie on my couch. Yeah, she didn't do that. I tried that tactic with her. She was smart. Uh, I tried the old you know come over and watch a movie. And she she her response to that was, girls actually fall for that shit. And I was like, oh, I'm gonna have to step up my game a little bit for this. One. <laughs> I actually had to like take her to the movies and take her out to like expensive dinners and shit. Um, uh, I will. I will say uh, I never did have sex with that girl in the end. After all that, um, and uh, it just goes to show you. Um, so I, um, uh, she popped up out of nowhere while you happened to be here and asked if we, if uh, I wanted to hang out. I said that you were there and I couldn't do anything. She's like, "Well, I have a friend, and she'll come too, and we'll go on a double date." And um, I was like, "Is she pretty?" And she was like, "Yeah, she's really pretty." So I, you know, I told you. And you're like, I don't know, is the, is the girl pretty? And I was like, yeah, she said she's pretty. We checked out her picture on Facebook. She was pretty. Uh, so you're like, screw it, I'll go. I didn't ask if she was uh, a slut. Maybe I should have I should have asked that. No, uh, you probably should have asked if, if she was a slut. Although I think she would have said no. And uh, you would have actually, in the end, uh, realized that she was lying. Uh, <laughs> what, what girl is going to say their friend is a slut? Yeah, that's true. Uh, Good we point. Went to a very, very expensive sushi place. Uh, extremely expensive, actually. Um I believe our final tab was like almost four hundred dollars. Yeah, it was ridiculous. It was ridiculous. Now and, I got I got to say we did I did drink a lot of alcohol while we were there. Yes, I didn't want to drink. Uh, I want to, people to know, uh, but you insisted that we did sake. Yeah. And uh, all of a sudden, there was many shots of sake going around. Uh, my girl was kind of a stick in the mud. She was just sink, uh, sipping wine. Um, well, your girl was hammering down shots with you. You guys were having having a time of your life, um, and and uh, you know my my girl was like, I'm I'm so embarrassed that my friend is acting like this, and I, in my head I was like, oh, fuck, I, I kind of wish I, I I had the other girl. <laughs> I wish that you were more like that. Um, now, how detailed do you want to get with the story? Now, you mean like what what was going on on my side of the table? Yes, I think you should tell it. I don't think Darielle can be upset. This is years ago. Yes, this is way before that uh, she, you even knew who she was. No, yeah. this girl, 
was getting drunk and, and, and playful. And her and Aaron were kind of like feeling each other at the table. And like, she was like feeling his boobs and he was feeling her boobs, like right at the fucking table. And I'm like, Pip, you I'm were getting like, upset. You were getting upset by it. My girl is getting embarrassed. She's like apologizing. And I'm like, no, it's cool. She's cool. I'm like high-fiving the other girl. I'm like, you're awesome. I'm like trying to make my girl drink more. So maybe she'll turn into that, but it never worked. Um, and uh, you guys like wound up drinking so much that you like, you both left to go to this bar across the street. And um, uh, so then me and then my girl had to come find you guys. And it was kind of funny. Uh, you were You were at this point pretty drunk. And uh, what happened was the girl wanted to take you home. Uh, <laughs> and Aaron was not familiar with, like, you know, the area of New York that we were in. And the girl lived in a uh, town that we were going to drive right through on the way home and would have had to drive through again on the way to the city uh, the next day. Uh, so it was perfect situation. I didn't know. Th- I didn't know any of that. Yes, he didn't know. Aaron did not know in his defense. Because uh, he's about to look like the the, uh, the opposite of, of, of a stud right now. Uh, in his defense, he, he did not know the area at all. And so the girl said to him, why don't you come back to my house and stay at my house with me? To which she replied, I can't. It's out of the way. Uh, this, this girl, uh, you know, now that I know the girl a little better, is kind of a little bit of like a stuck-up rich girl from uh, New York. And she's used to getting her way. So she basically said to Aaron, like, here's my vagina. Come back to this, this area, and it'll be waiting for you on a silver platter. To which she replied, nah, that, that's out of my way. Um, and she was very offended by that, and she actually walked away from you, left you, uh, and, and went to try to meet somebody else. So now when we found you, you were all pissed off. And you are like, I don't know what happened. She doesn't even want to talk to me now. And I'm like, what, what happened? What did you say to her? Like, you guys were like practically having sex at the table. And when you told me what you said, I started laughing, and I was like, idiot. I'm like, it's the town is right here. I'm like, we have to drive through. And you were like, I didn't know. You were like, screw this shit. Let's just go home. She didn't. She didn't react. Uh, in, to my defense, she reacted very strangely. Like it was like you know, we could have negotiated a little bit. She could. We could have talked about it a little more. I could have found out from you. But I, you know, my first reaction, my gut reaction, was that. She lived a long way away because we drove a long way to get to where we were, keep in mind. So, like, to me, I thought PJ, you know, lives an hour from the city. And here we are driving an hour, you know, in a different direction. So now I'm imagining we're two hours from the city. So I, that, that was my thought. But we didn't, I didn't even have a chance to, like, discuss it with her. I was like, oh, that's, that's like, sounds like a really, it's a little really far out of the way. And she's just, like, basically does a 180, turns around and walks away from me. I'm like, whoa. What the hell happened? And I tried to go talk to her, and she was like, no, no, I'm okay. Go go away. And I was like, holy shit. So, And like you said, she was like patrolling the bar for other dudes at that point. So I was like, wow, yeah, she okay. Yeah, she was ready to go, man. She was, she was drunk and, and, and ready to go. Yeah, I'm sure uh, she brought somebody was, home. Her, yeah, oh, definitely. Her friend was apologizing for her. She was like, I'm so embarrassed. She used to act like that, blah, blah, blah. She's like, I hope you don't think I'm like that. And then in my head, I'm like, no, unfortunately, I know that you're not. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was that was an interesting story. Speaking of interesting stories, we're going to get to a few of the listener questions early and do the shout-outs before the commercial break. But I promised everybody that you would tell the story of uh, you going out with the the, uh, the very young Southern Belle and her awkward friend, to say the least. Okay. That was a great uh, story. I, that story really made me laugh a lot because you're – 
your impression of the girl. It, it, I, of course, I didn't hear the girl's voice, but your impression sounds like it sounds like it's got to be spot on. How much of the story am I telling? I don't know. We got time. I mean, you can you can give us a fifteen minute version. Story, like, should I have Amber fast forward this part? Yeah, you're gonna. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're gonna tell about the tiny thing and all that, or you're gonna you're not gonna go that far. Yeah. So I'm gonna fast forward, Amber. Uh, I'm actually going to shut the door to the room I'm in also. Oh, okay. Um, so you, would, I think it's safe to say that Amber should fast forward to the commercial break. Oh, no, she could probably, if she just goes 15 minutes, she's probably good. Amber, I would like you to please fast forward uh, for the next 10 to 15 minutes, please, of this segment. Uh, so start fast forwarding now. Okay, good. Uh, and then we'll begin the story. So uh, this girl who apparently... Uh, had been a uh, freshman at Westcon, um, which is the, the college right in my town. My sister Nina went there. That's how we became friends. Uh, she uh, was from, where was she from? Tennessee. Yeah, we call her the. Uh, we can call her the Southern Belle. I like that. Little Southern Belle. Tiny. Now say. she was. She was a tiny little girl who met me uh, via her boyfriend, who was a dork from my town. And he was, like, into bodybuilding, and she was really into bodybuilding. Uh, so much that she actually knew who Jay Cutler was and, and like, loved Jay Cutler. That was her dream guy, right? What'd you say? That was her dream guy. Yes. Jay Cutler was her dream man. And she had the cutest little, like, southern accent. And this girl was so small. She was tiny. She was a flyer on West Kind's uh, cheerleading team. And she was, like, the little girl that they throw around in the air. Um, you know, and I'm usually not into little girls like that, but she was really pretty, really cute girl. She was like, honestly, dude, she was like 4'10 and probably like 90 pounds. And, uh, she had informed me that although she moved back to Tennessee, she had to come in town, uh, just for two days and she would really like to see me. (laughs) So I was like, not going to pass up on this opportunity. It happened to be on a Monday night, the worst possible night of the week for me. That is when I do legs. And I'm usually a zombie after that, right? So I'm like, oh, I'm like, all right. I'm like, yeah, let's let's do it. You know, I, I want to hang out. So um, I train my legs. I tell her I'll pick her up around this time. And uh, I'm not going to lie. I'm, I'm, I'm like really looking forward to like, you know, basically just getting this girl naked and doing what I do. Uh, and I knew that I was going to be not at my best after legs. So I took some Cialis, um, which was always uh, part of my repertoire back in the day. Uh, of like clubbing and doing that kind of stuff uh, just so you could really ruin a girl's life um, and just like be on a whole nother level than a regular dude especially if they're young like that you know my little 19 year old girl so I uh, she tells me where to pick her up and explains to me that she's going to have a friend come with her and that her, her friend is a little bit different but she's a really nice girl and I'm like well, what do you mean she's different she's like well she she has a speech impediment, and and she she also has a hearing problem. So quite frankly, she, she, she sounds very annoying when she talks. But she she's my good friend, and I'm staying at her house. So she, she really wants to come. She wants to meet you, and I can't go out without her. And I'm like, fuck, fine, whatever. Right. So I drive to pick this girl up. I'm all old and shit. This girl's 19. Her friend comes waddling out. She looks like a little like oompa loompa with glasses on, right? And the girl gets in the car, and I'm like, how you guys doing? And without exaggeration, 
the friend goes, my boyfriend said to me that I'm not allowed to touch women's muscles tonight and that I'm not allowed to try any kind of funny business with you. And I was like, holy shit. And I go, that's really how she talks? And she goes, I told you, it's kind of annoying, but you get used to it. And I was like, no, seriously, that's really how she talks? Like, she screams like that? And she was like, yeah, I know, it's fucking annoying. She's like, <laughs> and the girl's coming. She goes, it's really fucking annoying and embarrassing. She goes, like, she can't even hear me right now if I'm talking like this. And she's like, you can't hear me, can you? You can't fucking hear me. And her friend's just, like, looking out the window. And she's like, see, she can't even hear her. So it's just like, whatever. And I'm like, oh, wow. I was like, okay. I'm like, All right, whatever. You know what I mean? So I'm like, what do you want to do, dude? I didn't know I was going to be hanging out with two people. And she was like, she really wants to go to a bar because, you know, she's underage and I know that you can get us in. And I'm like, in my head, I'm like, so what the fuck am I doing right now? <laughs> so I'm like, uh, I'm like, okay, well, I don't know where we're going to go. It's Monday night. You know what I mean? She's like, come on, you're cool. We're going to go somewhere. I'm like, dude, I, I'm like, usually people are like at home, like eating dinner and shit on Monday nights, you know, not going to bars. Um, so they wanted to go to this bar, right? Of course. That was the bar where all my friends always hung out. One of my ex-girlfriends, ex-ex-ex-ex-girlfriends, I should say, was the uh, one of the bartenders there. And I was like, no, we're not going there. And they're like, come on. The girl's like, please, it's always been my dream to go there. And I was like, oh. <laughs> I'm like, all right, fine. And I'm like, I'm like, please, Lord please let there be nobody that knows me in this place. Please don't let anybody know who, like, know who I am when I go in there. And we walk in, and it is literally the bartender, the owner of the place, and us. That's it. And I'm like, holy shit, thank God there's nobody here, right? <laughs> so we go over. Like, I don't know, I ordered, like, a fucking glass of wine or something, you know what I mean? And uh, like the, the, <laughs> the girl's like, I am... A Long Island iced tea. I've always wanted to order one of those. <laughs> and, and I'm like, well, I can't believe this girl talks like that, right? Ten minutes into it, I knew this was going to happen. My ex-ex-ex-girlfriend texts me. I look at the phone. I, I actually had to laugh. She goes, her text message said, scooped to a new low, dot, dot, dot. Heard you're at the bar with a 19-year-old and a fat, retarded girl. <laughs> and I'm, like, texting her back. I'm, like, she's not she's not underage or <laughs> like that. And uh, whatever. And uh, and she's, like, she's like, what happened? Ran through all the girls that were our age. And I'm, like, oh, don't be jealous, whatever. And I'm, like, who, I'm like who's sending her the messages? It must be the other bartender, you know? So I'm already, I already know now that I'm going to be bashed around town. But whatever. The girl was really pretty, so what are you going to do? Uh, duty calls, you know? So I'm telling this girl the whole time, like, we've got to get rid of your friend. We've got to get rid of your friend. We've got to get rid of your friend, right? So finally, she decides that we can get rid of her friend. The friend is cock-blocking me so bad. She's like, you're not allowed to sleep me. What am I going to tell my mom? My mom thinks we're sleeping over, and she set up she set up the bed for you to sleep over, and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I'm like, fucking like dude don't let this girl ruin this for me you know what I mean finally we get rid of the friend we, we bring the friend home we drop her off right we go back to my house and um, I hit her up with my you know good old faithful I'm like let's throw on a movie right uh, so we throw on a movie and I'm like sitting there with her 
And uh, and she's like, you know, I don't want you to think I'm that kind of girl. And, you know, I've only been with a couple of guys, and I was with my, my ex for four years. And, you know, I, I don't want you to think I'm some kind of slut. And I'm like, I don't think anything. I don't care. I'm like, when people are my age, this is what they do. They just watch movies and they fuck and shit. That's just what they do. And when you're older, you're going to do it all the time. And she's like, no, I, I don't feel comfortable. So in my head now, I'm realizing I can't think like, you know, late 20s. I got to think like a 19-year-old. You know what I mean? Right. I got to, like, play this at, 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 like, her level, you know? So I'm like, you're right. I'm like, you're right. I'm like, let's just watch the movie and we'll, like, cuddle and hang out and it'll be a good time. And you'll go home and, you know, maybe we'll talk again, but we probably won't see each other for a long time because we live so far away. And I start hitting her <laughs> with all that stuff, right? And um, so I was like, tell you what. I, I get on the couch and I get in between her legs and I'm like, tell you what. How about this? I'm not even going to take my clothes off. I'm going to just take your clothes off. I'm going to make you feel really, really, really good. And then, if you want to keep going, we'll go. If not, we can go to sleep. I can take you home. We can do whatever you want. She's like, I don't know. This is this is a technique you've used before with success. What did you say? This is a technique you've, you, has, you have used before with success. Yes. So now I decided I had to use a power move. I need to establish dominance. So I took off my shirt. That was power move number one. Because she's 19. She's never seen anybody even remotely like me before. So I take off my shirt, and she goes, Oh, my God. Are you <laughs> the biggest? She goes, I swear she said this. She goes, Are you as big as Jay Cutler? <laughs> go, I go, No, no. Not even close. But I am pretty big. And she was like, I'm I've never even seen anybody like you before. It's amazing. And she's like touching me and she's getting all into it and shit, right? So I'm like, okay, this is this is funny. This is gonna this is this is power move is working. So while she's touching me, nonchalantly taking her pants off, just casually taking her pants off, she's all into what's going on with me, right? right. So I'm like, listen. I'm like, listen, here's the deal. I go, I'm just gonna break it down like this. I'm like, I'm gonna eat you out right now and I'm going to make you come, and you're going to be in heaven because stupid college boys don't know how to do this shit the way that I'm about to do it to you right now. I go, it'll be my little gift to you, something you can tell about your little friends when you go home. And she was like, oh, I've never been able to come like that before, and I was like, you just lay back and relax. So I used my patented, you know, P.J. Braun, what I like to call uh, the life ruiner on her, and when I'm done, she's like bugging out. She's like, oh my God, I've never felt anything like that before. That was amazing. Do you like do that all the time? And I'm <laughs> like, no. <laughs> I was like, I understand women's anatomy really well, you know, because of my schooling and blah, blah, like all that bullshit. So I'm like, it doesn't matter. We won't be able to have sex anyway. And she goes, well, why not? And I go, because your vagina is so small that it is, in fact, the smallest vagina that I've ever seen. That I don't even think a, a regular-sized penis could fit in there. Uh, I'm sure that my penis couldn't fit in there. Oh my, God, my penis is not monstrous, but it's cer certainly too big to fit inside you. I'm like, let's just end it right now. And sh she gets all, like, confused, and, and she was like, well, can we, can we try? <laughs> And I was like, I sat there for a second, and I was like, yes. 
yes, we can try. <laughs> uh, and we go up to the bedroom, right? And so we're starting to get into it. Now I had taken a Cialis, right? So I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be like, you know, I'm gonna have like the Excalibur coming out of me shortly. <laughs> uh, so she starts to, you know, go to town on me, and she's going like this. She's going, oh my god. I've never seen a penis like this in my life. How is it so hard? It is like, oh, I can't even believe it. And in my head, I'm like, I'm like, this girl is either full of shit or she really hasn't been with any big dicks. And I just got really lucky right now because my penis really isn't that that big by any means. But I'm, I'm, I'm just going to let her go with it. I'm like, yeah, don't worry, don't worry. Maybe it's because her vagina is so tiny. So, so finally... It's time to do it, right? And this is hysterical. I, I like lay her down. I'm being very gentle with her, right? She's very small, and I'm, I'm actually trying to put myself inside her, and uh, it, it, it really wouldn't even go in, you know. And she moved up. It was just, it was like a vice, this thing. And I had to actually coach her through it, which was hilarious. I was going, "It's okay, baby. It's okay. You can do this. You can do this. Just breathe. Just breathe. That's a good girl." That's a good girl, like petting her, petting her. Huh. Yet, I swear I'm not making any of this up. She had tears coming out of her eyes, and she was like, it's okay, I can take a little bit more. I can take a little bit more. <laughs> and I was like, yes, you can, good. You're doing so good, like coaching her through it. And I swear to you, it, it was like retarded, this thing. So finally, we, we get it in there all the way. You know, we do the deed, whatever. We're done. And I'm like... I, I'm like, I think I might marry this girl simply for the, the tightness of her vagina. Maybe <laughs> like this over again. And uh, she gets on the phone and she's like, okay, I have to go. And I'm like, what do you mean you have to go? You're not leaving. We're doing this like at least two or three more times. And she's like, I want to stay so bad, but I have to sleep over at my friend's house and we have a curfew. And I was like, you have a fucking curfew? And she's like, I'm, I have to be back by midnight or her mom is going to get so upset. And I was like, I'm sitting there at the end of the bed, like, now I kind of feel like a scumbag. You know what I mean? Like, I just banged a chick who has a curfew still. And I'm old, you know? <laughs> I'm, I'm like, ugh. I'm like, you really have a curfew? Like, seriously? I'm like, can't you just stay here? And she's like, I have to. She's getting mad at me. And she said she's waiting. <laughs> she's waiting outside of the bushes because she can't go inside without me. I was like, Jesus Christ. Tell your friend to just go inside. It wasn't happening. We get all her stuff together. We bring her back. And the friend's like, where the hell are you guys? I've been sitting outside here waiting in the freezing cold. My mom's going to be so mad at us when we go inside. And I was just like, I can't even believe that this is where my life is at right now. Like, how did my life uh, get to this point? And I just let them go inside. And I went home, and that was that. That was a funny story. I remember when you first told that to me, the girl's voice uh, was hysterical. Yeah, dude, the bartender was just, like, looking at me like, you're you're such a dirtbag that you're out with this, like, retarded girl just so you can bang her friend. There was one part and, where you were uh, at the bar where she was where she was saying, was telling you about her boyfriend. It's like, my boyfriend keeps texting me, wondering if I'm going to sleep with you. Hey, was, she was like, my boyfriend said that if I hook up with you, that he's going to break up with me. And I was like, oh, you can tell your boyfriend rest assured. He's got nothing to fucking work about. <laughs> yeah. Um, you want to do, let's do um. Do you remember Pat from Saturday Night Live? Yeah, yeah. It's like a drunk Pat is what you're making her sound like. 
Yeah, she was a drunk cop. She actually looked like Pat, too. Uh, a drunk? Glasses, same body, dressed like that. It was weird. Yeah. Um, let's do um, some listener questions, and then we can do the shout-outs, and then we can get to the real uh, the real meat and potatoes of the show, the dating game. Sounds good? Sounds good, yeah. So just, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping the Amber uh, fast-forward students part. These, these talks that we have, although they're funny... They are not as good uh, for me on the uh, relationship side of things. You made it. I, I was looking at the time. We're, we're, it was about 12 minutes, so you should be okay. If she just caught the, okay. the last end, as long as you weren't talking about, well, I don't want to go into it because, <laughs> because she's probably listening by now. So I won't I won't give any extra details. So you're probably safe. Um, Joey Daniel, or he calls it Boba. Boba wants to know. Boba. Uh, yeah, Boba wants to know. Give uh, give me and you for us to give us uh, our fail-safe tips uh, for perfect nights of getting your girl in the mood for sexual relations. He actually says that PJ seems to have it down to a fine art. Do you want me to go first well, or do you go first? Alcohol is very important. Yeah, you know, he says getting a girl, not your girl. I, I should say that because your my girl, if I, like, clean the kitchen, she would probably get really turned on by that. But uh, you know, oh, your own girl? No, no, no. That's a, I read it originally. Your girl, but it's not your girl. It's a girl. So that you, you, okay. you're, you're on target. Go. Key is the key to success. When when I used to work in the club, we used to actually even like predict in the beginning, like this girl is going to be six shots, six shots. This girl is going to be three shots. She's going to be mm-hmm. this girl is going to be seven shots. You know what I mean? And that would be the number of shots you had to buy them before they were slutty enough go home with you so to drinking alcohol is, is is always the key you want to force the alcohol don't get them so drunk that you day rate them but alcohol makes girls lose their inhibitions you should be surprised uh how much easier a girl can get when she's got some booze in her um and then once you get them drunk you need to be uh very confident borderline cocky uh in Aggressive in a way that you're not aggressive with your hands. So don't invade her space and be grabbing her and stuff. But be aggressive with what you what you'll say. Don't be afraid to tell a girl like when she's drunk, like I really want to get out of here and bring you home and just just rip all your fucking clothes off. Take charge. I used to do shit like that all the time, and sometimes it wouldn't work. They'd be like, "Ew, what are you talking about?" But a lot of times the girls would be like, "Okay, let's go." You got to be able to just come out and say you can't be afraid. Girls hate fear. They like confidence. Yeah. Uh, they like when a guy takes control. So you got to have that. But that kind of attitude works way better uh, when they are drunk. I got I got to make a comment on that. I, t- I totally agree with you. I would say that a lot of guys, the biggest mistake a guy can make is to try to be a gentleman and don't like. They're like, oh, I don't know if she wants me to try to kiss her. I don't know if she wants me to. Do-. You don't. You, you don't. You don't have to know. You have to just try. You can ask Darielle. You yeah. know, when me and her first got together. You know, I'm not. I'm not. I don't want to say that I'm. I believe in being overly aggressive, but you gotta try. You know, if you feel like there's signals there that are going on, then uh, it's imperative that you be aggressive enough to make the first move and the second move and so forth until you know you close the deal. So like, you can't. You can't like be second guess yourselves or be like, oh well, it would be like I would not be a gentleman if I like you know. Try to you know, take her shirt off or something. You know what I mean? Perfect, perfect example. And they might get mad that I'm saying their names, but hey, that's what we're doing. So, uh, Guy Sisternino, my good friend, when he met, uh, who at the time was Bethany Wagner, who's now his wife, he really liked her. And he started hanging out with her all the time, and he wasn't doing shit with her. 
And I'd be like, did you bang her yet? And he'd be like, no. And I'd be like, what the fuck? You've hung out there like five times. And he'd be like, I don't know, dude, I really like her. I don't want to rush. And I was like, dude, she's going to think you're a pussy. And even the girl that I was dating was like, dude, you still haven't even banged her? It's been like a month. And he was well, you know, I don't want to rush, you know. And she, and she, the girl even said, she's going to think you're a pussy. You're going to ruin it if you don't start doing something. So finally one day, they're like hanging out. And she gets like pissed. And she goes, are you going to try to fucking like have sex with me or like do something with me? Or are we just going to hang out all the time? Yeah, I, mean, I think also yeah. it's probably he could verify this, but I think when you let it go that long, it's got to start getting intimidating to like to do anything. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, and then he started doing, and that's actually what made him put the moves on her. And now they're married, which is hilarious. But <laughs> um, like he almost ruined it because he was being, you know, he thought he was being a gentleman, but you know, it was kind of like awkward after a while. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I definitely, I definitely can see that, and I, I totally agree. I think it's very important. Uh, but uh, let's see. What is my advice for getting a girl in the mood? I think alcohol is pretty. Um, just getting. You got to be. I think making them laugh too could be. That can be a good icebreaker to uh, to making something happen too. Especially if you get alcohol and make them laugh, then you pretty much can uh, can do anything you want from that point. Yes, confidence, alcohol, and a good sense of humor. Yeah, very all very important. I think that's uh, I think that's excellent excellent advice. Let's move on to our next question. What do you say, PJ? Um, next question is coming from, let's see, I'm trying to pull it back up. Um, our next question is, what is your opinion of gasp clothing and is it worth the money from Brad Fizzer? Fizzer. Um, I want to preface this PJ by saying that we don't have a clothing sponsor at this point in time, although we have reached out to some companies. Um, there are a lot of good clothing companies out there right now, including gasp. And, uh, I think it's safe to say that we would uh, like to have a clothing sponsor. So if you're out there and you're listening, this is a, this is a good opportunity, right? Yes. Very good opportunity. That's what happened with um, peptides. We said we wanted to try some peptides or we wanted to do some research on some peptides and there comes ergo pep, you know what I mean? Out of the blue wanting to do it. So if you know somebody who has a clothing company um, or you own one, contact us now gasp. I um, I'll go first on this one, I guess. I was always like, you know what, this shit is way too expensive for what it is. You know what I mean? That's what I thought. Yeah. I thought I thought it was too expensive. And then I uh, happened to be in a Max Muscle store, and I saw some shorts, some longer shorts that I really liked with zippers on them. I don't even know what they call them, like for the pockets so your shit doesn't fall out when you're in the gym. And I got to yeah. tell you, the zippers on the pockets, believe it or not, sold me. I was like, these shorts are pretty cool. They're thin enough so I can wear them and not be hot, not sweat. They're, they're the right length so that they're, you know, at... You know, you don't want shorts that are too high. Um, Darielle has yelled at me because I've gotten shorts that are like up above the knee. So you want it to be longer than the knee. And um, well, in, in, uh, in Hollywood, uh, shorter shorts are better, actually. Yeah, that's that's some of the, your 75,000 fans wearing those. Um, so uh, the gas does make, incidentally, as you know, because you have a pair, they make booty shorts for men as well. So you could get those gas shorts and wear them around if, if that if that was your, uh, your choosing. Um but um, these these shorts I got, they were like fifty bucks, which is a lot for shorts. But they have the zippers, so if you're at the gym, your your i your iPhone or iPod won't fall out, which mine falls out quite a bit, uh, in a lot of my shorts. And your wallet and stuff is safe. Somebody like you that doesn't carry a wallet, this would be great for you because you've lost your license, your credit cards, your money before many times. Yes, many um, times. So I, I, you know, I'm not a big fan of you. Love the string tank tops and like the tea bag tank tops, like the Arthur L. Ray style. I don't, I don't like um, those. 
So their tank tops isn't my style, but I really do like their shorts and some of their pants. So I'm in favor of Gasp. And um, is it worth the money? I don't know if something is good quality and uh, you can wear it regularly and you go to the gym a lot like we all do, um, then yeah, I think it is worth it. Opinions, PJ? Uh, I have a pair of Gasp, a little tight, skin-tight little booty um, photo shoot shorts that I use in a a lot of my photo shoots. Uh, I've I've worn them in Muscle Mag a couple times, actually. Uh, They're good. They look good, you know, if you're going to wear that kind of thing for a photo shoot. Uh, I haven't uh, spent money on any of their other stuff. It is a little pricey. Um, uh, uh, I don't know. I I, uh, I haven't tried their stuff to, to actually have an opinion yet. Um, I would love them to send us some stuff so we could try it out for ourselves. Uh, I have a little bit of a, uh, a uh, partnership agreement with X2X Clothing, and they send me some free stuff. And their 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 workout gear is awesome. Yeah, Mike Yergovic uh, sent me a, a blue uh, shirt, and he said he's going to send me a bunch more stuff. Their stuff is pretty good, and that's somebody I'd like to like to get on board with us. Mike uh, has done a good job with that company, and uh, I think that they're making a pretty good amount of money. Yeah, I'm actually doing a shoot with them. Uh, next weekend uh, for the company. So hopefully as the company grows, he's pretty loyal uh, to his friends. Uh, so as the company grows, perhaps we'll get him on board as a sponsor as time goes by. Yeah. Um, next question from Andre Ashbourne. He wants to know, I guess he's really dealing with, I mean, I've been a bouncer before, but I was very young and it ended up with me getting my face kicked in. So um, we'll, we'll direct this to you. Who is easier to deal with in a club, PJ? Weed smokers or drunk people? Weed smoker is very easy. Why? Because people that smoke weed don't smoke weed and get rowdy and crazy and, and want to start fights. They usually get smoked weed and mellow out. Typically, you don't see a lot of high people in the club, although you do. You do see high people. You're not going to see an abundance of high people. And usually, those people are pretty laid back and relaxed. Uh, drunk people, some people get what I like to call fear muscles, which makes them think that they're the toughest people in the place because they're drunk. Uh, those people uh, are the people that um, you have to watch out for. Um, also, when you're drunk uh, and you're not in the right state of mind, you may be uh, you may not be you know as cautious about using uh, a weapon like a bottle or a pool stick or something like that. You have to watch out for that kind of stuff too. I mean, I, I've dealt with blackout drunks that didn't even know that they started a fight the next day. Um, even guys that I like. You know, they didn't even realize that they were so drunk that they didn't know that they were even starting fights. So um, the really, really drunk people uh, are the people you want to watch out for. Yeah, I I think that um, even though I don't have the experience that you do in that field, I think it's pretty safe to say that drunk people are usually a lot more violent than people smoking weed. Uh, Omar Hurtado wants to, he has kind of two two questions. This will be our last questions because we're running low on time. We could do the shout outs. Then we'll uh, play your music, go to commercial, everything else. Um, Omar wants to know, what is the craziest fetish a girl has requested you to do? And when are we coming out with our T-shirts? We kind of talked a little bit about fetishes. I mean, I told you my rape, the rape thing, the girl who wanted me to rape her and I had to climb in the room and wear the mask and all that shit and rape her. You know, you heard about that. So um, yes. what um, what was your craziest fetish request? You know what? Nothing out of the ordinary. I had one one girl wanted me to hit her, and I, I just couldn't do it. I, I I couldn't do it. I could choke her. That choked the shit out of her. But I couldn't actually hit her. Uh, I thought that was so strange uh, that she wanted me to hit her. Um, that That's kind of just bizarre. 
Um, and then um, I had another girl that was like, uh, I remember telling you that story. Uh, she wanted to like aggressively eat my butthole. Like not just like lick it. She wanted to like really like go to town on it, which <laughs> I was oh. And, and she was like, you like it? And I was like, no, I really don't. And she was like, yes, you do, like fighting to get in there. And I was like, no, seriously, please, like, stop. Seriously, I don't like that. You're fucking freaking me out right now. Sorry, Isaac. Um, but no weird, like, no, nothing like, you know. Uh, I actually, believe it or not, got a couple random girls uh, that emailed me when the Luchador video came out and said it would really turn them on if I uh, would have sex with them wearing the Luchador mask. That is pretty crazy. That that Luchador video, by the way, I don't know if you're aware of this. That Luchador video, if you combine the number of people who've watched that on the RX Muscle YouTube and my personal YouTube page, it's something like it's almost like eighteen thousand hits. That's that freaking video has. That's hilarious. Just a silly little, a silly little uh, video of two guys completely sober, <laughs> being completely rational, having a very typical Saturday <laughs> evening. <laughs> uh, good times. Yeah, that was that was fun. Anybody who hasn't seen that video, there's a reason that it's like twenty thousand people have watched it. It's pretty funny. It's like it's like random funny. Like I think that like people, some people watch it and are like hysterically laughing, and other people are laughing and wondering what did they just see? You know? Yeah, like my parents, they were like, my mom was like, I don't understand, and. I'm not really sure what's going on, and is it why is it three o'clock in the morning? Why are you guys awake still? I don't really get it. And I was like, "Oh, forget it, mom. It's not worth trying to explain." Yeah, exactly. Um, did she still think it was hubris? Uh, well, once I explained to her like everything, like like a little bit more of the background of the story, uh, I think she thought it was a little funnier at, at that point. Hmm. Well, uh, PJ, you want to do the shoutouts, and let's go to commercial break. Yes, why why not? Let's do the shout outs. We had one shout out on Twitter. Uh, you know, as we've been trying to direct our Twitter followers to the Iron Empire Radio Facebook page for the shout outs. I gotta wait, 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 let's let's Ian, just say let's Ian say or Ian, PJ, 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 PJ. I wanna just make one quick one quick note, very quick, very quick. If you guys like the show, you can do us a favor by sharing either the show when I put it up or PJ puts it up on his Facebook page, share it. Don't just like it or make a comment. Share it to your page. And you can also do us the favor of sharing the um, the actual fan page on your page. And we would appreciate that very much. You know, Minimal uh, always does that. Minanimal or whatever you want to say. Um, one of our listeners always does that. Do you remember Minanimal's real name? Trying to remember. Animal, man, animal. His name is um is uh, Patrick Barnes. Patrick Barnes, yeah. Patrick Barnes does it every time, and I absolutely appreciate the hell out of that. So um, yeah, because, we fucking love him. Sorry, Isaac. Yeah, we love, we fucking love him. Sorry, because you got, you know what that does is it allows everybody on your on your friends list or your subscriber list, if you have any, that will show all of them that you're listening to the show and you like it. So you know, chances are you have friends that we don't have. So it's kind of like. We're like viral networking the show out there. So if you like it, it doesn't cost you anything. Take literally two seconds and share the link. Now go ahead with those uh, with those deals. All right, here we go. Shout out. So Ian or Ian Hebecki. Uh, I hope I'm not hope I'm pronouncing that last name right. Um, I don't know if I could if I should shout out this this first person here. Um, he disappointed me a little bit tonight. Spencer Barrett um, wants a shout out. Uh, Stacy Mitchell Gray uh, wants a uh, shout out. Joe Cristiano, 
Jonathan Gomes, uh, <laughs> who wants to know how long until I move back east. Probably pretty soon. Uh, Joda, Jody Boba Daniel, uh, Adam Bray, uh, Chris, Chris Schmidt and Renee, Patrick Barnes, our boy, uh, Shannon Ortego, shout out to Jixer, uh, Will Albertos, Rob Manns, Asad Malik, it's one of my favorite names to say, uh, Big BX1, uh, Shane Royce, shirt is coming, Shane, shirt is coming. Michael Joshua Castaneda, Mike C. from the Dirty South. <laughs> Jason Anderson, good old Big Nut. Uh, our boy Keith Allen. Here we go. Here's one for me. Takey, Takey Kimball, shout out. Uh, Stephanie Barnell. Oh, that is uh, the real boss over at Orbit Nutrition. A lot of people think it's Muscle Mitch. That's Muscle <laughs> Shout out to Muscle Mitch's wife. Uh, shout out to Muscle Mitch. Uh, Richard Arrington. Myron Gaines. Ahmad Malik. Uh, he said, I didn't give him a shout out in the last episode. He's quite disappointed. I'm sorry. You're not the first person that's happened to. Uh, Brad Pfizer. And, uh, of course, very loyal, Omar Hurtado. Um. Good list, PJ. Good list. Um, so we're going to commercial break. Please, um, if you like our show, another thing you could do is buy the amazing products from Iron Mag Labs, um, ErgoPep.com, our exclusive peptide sponsor where we, PJ Brown and I, do all of our research. Uh, listen for the commercials for the coupon code. And also OrbitNutrition.com, owned by Mrs. Muscle Mitch and her employee, Muscle Mitch. So uh, check out OrbitNutrition.com. PJ, I need you to go pick out that goddamn song for me. Sorry, Isaac. And um, we'll be back in literally, what? Well, I want to say two minutes, but that's a lot. A little longer than that. All right. Iron Mag Labs is the leading supplement company offering the most hardcore pro-anabolic supplements on the market. Visit IronMagLabs.com and check out our top-selling pro-anabolics. Methadrol Extreme, Super DMZ RX, Cytostain RX, and E-Control RX with 6OXO. Iron Mag Labs makes supplements that actually work. No hype, no BS, just real results. There's a reason you keep hearing about Iron Mag Labs. Come see what you're missing. Visit IronMagLabs.com for the most hardcore bodybuilding supplements. Orbit Nutrition carries over 1,000 of the hottest nutritional supplements, performance enhancers, and nutraceuticals on the planet. And now, Iron Empire Radio listeners get an additional 5% off their everyday low prices by using the coupon code IER5. That's IER and the number 5. Choose products like Quest Protein Bars, iForce, Iron Mag Labs, and more. Check out Orbit's daily deals for special insane blowout prices. Log on to Orbit's Nutrition Forum and get feedback on the products you're interested in. Check out OrbitsNutrition.com and use the discount code IER5. Tonight's show is brought to you by Ergopep Peptides. Ergopep is the only research company ran by guys like you. Guys who share your passion and have achieved the goals you strive for every time you step foot into the gym. IFBB Pro Phil Hernan and his staff want to make your peptide research as easy as possible and encourage you to contact them with any questions you may have or help you may need at sales at ergopep.com. That's sales at E-R-G-O-P-E-P dot com. 
or on their website at www.ergopep.com. Let ErgoPep help you get your research started today. PJ and I don't just suggest you contact ErgoPep. We do our own research with them as well. ErgoPep.com. And now you can get 10% off by going to ErgoPep.com and entering the discount code Iron Empire Radio.
Welcome back to Iron Empire Radio, and I'm very excited um, that this next segment has finally come to fruition. This is uh, Iron Empire Radio's version of the dating game. PJ, um, we have our bachelorette on the line. Would you like to introduce her? I would. We're very excited. We've been hyping this up for a while. The one and only beautiful Jessica Dunn is on the line with us. Hi, Jessica. Hi, gentlemen. I am so excited to be on your show. You guys know I'm a huge fan, so I was pretty pumped when you (laughs) explained this idea. And I am really excited to see how this unfolds. So are we. So, and I got to say, I got to give you extra credit. You are doing this um, just, what, three days out of your first contest out of several that you're planning on doing. So you are like, what, carb depleting? As of, or did you start loading today? Oh, God, no. I'm so depleted. I'll start probably have some little bit of carbs on Friday, but it's just basically tilapia and asparagus. Oh, oh. so we're, are, are, would you say we're getting a, a, a carb depleted, Jessica Dunn, or are you pumped up enough for this that we're getting uh, 100%? Oh, the diet's like an on-off switch. I'm ready to go. Oh, good, good, good. So let me explain what uh, what everybody's going to be hearing, uh, you included, Jessica. We kind of set up a format here, and it was no easy feat to set up these bachelors and you all at the same time to get everybody lined up. And we actually had, I got to say, we had one dropout. Uh, I don't know, PJ, should we go out and put his whole name on there, or, or should we just go with uh, the first name, or what do you think? Well, throw out the first name. <laughs> so some people on the board will know Spencer. Was very excited. He told me he was very up to do this. He's on the board on RX Muscle, and he's always commenting. He's actually written a few articles for RX Muscle, and um, he uh, he was very excited to do this. And he told me, "Yeah, yeah, anytime, anytime." And I, I called him to let him know, and he said, "Oh, I'm doing. I'm in band practice. I can't." What do you think? Shame on you, Spencer. Uh-huh. Yeah, it, 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 I will say that I have uh, texted with Spencer frequently over the past couple of years. And I, I, he is a, a guitar player. He's been playing for, I don't know, like 20 years or something. Uh, you know, it, it's it's uh, interesting, though. I know he's single. He's actually a good-looking guy. He's tall. He's very tall. He's like 6'3 or 6'4. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I think he really, really dropped the ball here. He has told me on numerous occasions uh, that he envies my life, that I get to work with all these hot bikini and, and, and fitness and figure girls, <laughs> which I always tell him I hate all these girls. Uh, and to which he replies, he still would rather trade places with, with, with me any day of the week. <laughs> he, he, and, he, texts, uh, he texts me on Facebook the same type of stuff. He'll be like, he'll be like uh, did you go to this at the show? Did you screw any girls? And I'll be like, no, I didn't <laughs> screw any girls. He'll be like, oh, man. He's like, uh, if I were there, I would have screwed. I would have got a lot of these fitness girls. I would have got a bunch of them. <laughs> like, oh, okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, you really, really dropped the ball here. You yeah. really, really dropped the ball. Yeah, poor Spencer. Poor Spencer. His loss. His, His loss. Go, if I were Spencer... I would go and hang myself with my own shoelaces in the closet. Uh, he very well might. Didn't he? Didn't he? Didn't he? Oh, he, the, the reason PJ brings that up is because we thought he, people, somebody came on the board and posted that he had killed himself by hanging himself with shoelaces. And, and uh, there you go, PJ. Bring it up. That's a good reference, PJ. Good job. That's what I like to do. Um, so these are the rules, or I guess this is the format more than the rules. There really aren't that many rules other than we don't want the guys all talking over each other. Um, that's, and I'm going to have to point that out to the guys, big time rule. That's the biggest rule. When I say bachelor number one, bachelor number one answers. And then, uh, we move on to bachelor number two or however we shuffle them up, but we don't want them all talking over each other. So this is the rules We're as soon as we bring on the guys, we're going to allow Jessica to ask her first question. And I think Jessica, you got like what, four or five or six of these things. Yeah, I've got like, uh, five or six. Yeah. Okay. And so what we're going to do is we're going to let you ask the question. 
And if you want, you can pick out, um, would you like me to pick out which guy it goes to first? Kind of do it randomly, or you want to ask the specific guys in which order you want? You can do that, Aaron, and I'll ask the questions. Okay. So I'll be like, okay, bachelor number two, or or bachelor number one, and and so forth until they all went. And, uh, And then we'll come back to you. You can make your comments on whatever you want to say about the answers. And PJ and I might ask you a little bit, like, what did you like? Which one did you like there? Those guys are not going to say anything at that point. Then you'll move on to number two, three, four. After that point, what I'm going to do is I'm going to hang up on all of them. Um, and I'm going to let you and PJ and myself discuss who we think should win. And we'll give you our opinions. And obviously, you make the final decision. And then the winner will get a call back. All the other guys, they're done for the day. We're, we, you uh, essentially fired them. So uh, <laughs> we will call back the winner and... Uh, We'll have to celebrate or something. Perfect. How does that sound, PJ? Fantastic. Do you concur? I concur. Fantastical. All right. All right. So um, now we are gonna. I'm gonna begin my technical wizardry of getting these three gentlemen on the phone. And uh, when basically I'm gonna take you guys who are listening. It's gonna sound like a second, but for me, Jessica and PJ, who knows how long this will be. All right. We have all three bachelors on the phone. PJ, I gotta tell you, I'm, I'm pretty excited. Yeah, I'm 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 giddy like a little schoolgirl right now. <laughs> Jessica, are you nervous at all? Um, a little, I guess, but it's not face to face, so I guess that makes it a little bit easier. <laughs> good, good. I'm yeah. excited to see what they have to say. We have we have assembled a very interesting and um, witty panel of um, bachelors, I believe. Um, so it, it should definitely be interesting. Let me ask you before we get going. One last question: What exactly are you looking for in a guy? I'm looking for somebody that is definitely has a mutual interest, as I do. You know, I compete, obviously, so somebody who's going to be understanding of that, but somebody who is who likes to kind of, like, go out and have a good time. Like, I love to go to baseball games. Somebody who likes to do that, but also likes to just chill at home, but who knows how to take me out. Not somebody who just likes to go out and eat wings or beers or whatever, but somebody who likes to go out and dine, have a good time, or can do something for the moment. Well, uh, we have three guys here, and I'm hoping hoping that one of these, you know, uh, meets your requirements because nothing would make me happier than to be the uh, Jewish matchmaker here. And PJ wants to be the Jewish matchmaker too. I do, I do. So let's uh, let's start with question number one. So uh, Jessica, ask question number one, and I will direct it randomly at uh, our three bachelors one at a time. Okay, I guess I'll save the best question I have for last. Okay. Question number one. Three words to describe yourself. Let's start in order this time. Bachelor number one, three words to describe yourself. Young, hung, and ready to come. (laughs) (laughs) I told you, I told you, Winnie, I told you. Man who likes to bleed, that's good. Um, good. Bachelor number two. Okay, I'm going to say spontaneous, fun, and peanut butter. Peanut butter. Very interesting. Very interesting. Mm. Ladies do love peanut butter. Yeah, that was smart to work the peanut butter in at the end. She's dieting for a contest. It's probably almost all that's on her mind at this point. Peanut butter. Pretty much. Um, Bachelor number three. Three words that describe you. Bachelor number three. I'm thinking it's a hard question. Um... Irritable, irritable, and never on time. 
Okay, good. 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 What do you think of that one, Jessica? Is he purposely being difficult? <laughs> oh, I like being difficult. There you go. There you go. There's your answer. Question number two, Jessica. Yes. Say that money is no object. What kind of gift would you give me if I was your girlfriend? Just a spontaneous gift. Um, let's start with uh, Mr. Difficult number three. A pearl necklace. Always appropriate. Nice. That's nice. Um, Very classy gift. Um, Number two. (laughs) Number two. Bachelor number two. What would you give Jessica? I would get you a really nice little bean bag, and I'll put it at the foot of my bed. You can sleep there. (laughs) Oh, very nice. Wow. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Adding up the points. Number two. Um, number one, what would you buy, Jessica? A uh, trip around the world. That's nice. Very See, spontaneous. That's, 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 that's impressive. I mean, she did say that money was no object, and that's that's quite the expensive uh, gift. But, I mean, if you couldn't work your way into a girl's underwear with a trip around the world, then you should just re- retire from ladies after that. You know, it's just, just, just move on. True. Did that impress you? No, I do like to travel. Oh, there you go. There you go. The points for number one. Um, question number three, Jessica. On average, how many dates have you waited before you slept with your date and you still talk to them after that? Um, let's go with bachelor number two. On average, two. And yes, still talk after that. Uh-huh. All right. Bachelor number one. Three and no. Three and no. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, bachelor number three. I thought you were supposed to fuck him before you go out with him. <laughs> and do you still talk? To, do you still talk to him? Pretty sure. Why not? You get two or three at the same time. It's all uh, merrier. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Je- Jessica, Is that like did, a prerequisite to a date? Jessica, did that impress you? <laughs> the number three dancer, not so much. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Question number four. Yes. What's more important in a girlfriend? Having a great sense of humor, an intelligent conversation, being active and sporty, being good in bed, or having good looks? Uh, let's start with mm-hmm. bachelor number one. Mm-hmm. Being good in bed. Okay. Bachelor number two? Sense of humor. Definitely. Actually, I gotta. I gotta ask you something now. Are you able to laugh at yourself? Um, all the time. Okay, I'm gonna put you on the spot here. I want okay. you. I gotta test you. I want you to try and do this. I want to see if you can do this. Try and say the word "toy boat" five times as fast as you can without saying the word "toy boy." Right now. It? Right now. Toy boat. Toy boat. Toy boat. Toy boat. Toy boat. Try saying it as fast as you can. Try saying it as fast as you can. <laughs> Bachelor number two is taking over. Go ahead, Bachelor. Let's, let's whoa, try whoa, this isn't your show. Quick <laughs> <laughs> Bachelor number two is uh, taking over as host of the show. <laughs> try one more time as fast as you can. Uh, I'm just screwing this up now. I'm on the spot. Toy boat, toy boat, toy boat, toy boat, toy boat, toy boat. <laughs> Did she pass? You know what, actually, I got. I got to give it to you. That's, you're, you're probably one of the first persons I've I've heard do that correctly the first time. So, 
Yeah, I give you a thumbs up for that. All right. Okay. Bachelor number bachelor. That was interesting tactics number two. Bachelor number three. Um, do you remember the question at all at this point? I can't remember my name half the time. You want me to remember? The question? <laughs> <laughs> I think Jessica, you might want to repeat the question for number three. Oh boy. Mm. <laughs> what is more important in a girlfriend? Having a great sense oh, of humor. I remember. I remember. I remember. Uh, okay. it, it's got to be a good average of all of them. Otherwise, you're going to be bored shitless. Good answer. That would be my answer as well. That is that is a good answer. Although uh, the the uh, you know for me, um, we don't if care. They're not good, if they're not good in bed, uh, and they still look really good. You can teach them. There's lots of things you can teach them if you are uh, eager to teach. So it's something to be to to think about, all you gentlemen out yeah. there. I that agree. Like I would that. have to say being good in bed is pretty high up there. Because if um, I'm not a vanilla type of person, it's got to be interesting and it's got to be, you know, maybe a little crazy. Wow. Maybe should we explore that, PJ, or should we move on to question number five? Um. Well, you want to save that for after no, the question? I'm, I'm not opposed to exploring that. I'm sure some of our listeners. Let's 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 finish let's finish the questions. Easy. Let's finish the questions, and then we'll get back to that. Keep that in. Okay. Keep the, I'm sure I don't have to tell you to keep that in your mind for later. No, it's there. Um. All right. Question number five, please, Jessica. Okay. If a mutual friend flirts with you, would you tell me about it? And then they kept persistently doing this, and this was going on for a while. Would you inform me? Bachelor number two. A mutual friend? Is that what you said? Yeah. Like a, a girlfriend of mine. But right. she's friends okay, with so you, too. Would I tell you about it? That's what you're asking? Yeah. Or would you keep it from me? No, I would tell you. Mm. Mm-hmm. Sounds very decisive. Bachelor number one. If it happened once, probably not, because it would just be like starting an argument for no reason. But if it happened continuously, then yes. Okay. Bachelor number three. Okay. If we weren't dating, yes. If we were dating, no. Unless you're both bi, then yes. <laughs> I understand. I understand the, the 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 third the answer the third part of that. But you're saying if you weren't dating, you would tell her. But if you were dating, you wouldn't tell her. Well, what's there for me? <laughs> okay. okay. I was gonna say that was seems backwards, but okay, I get it now. All right. Slow over there, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. Well, I didn't. I had to consider who Bachelor Number Three was. Now, now I get it. Um. <laughs> now. Um, question number six, Jessica, this is the final question. Yes. All right. The final question. Okay. If I was a Twinkie, what would you fill me up with? Let's start with bachelor. <laughs> <laughs> Let's start with, um, bachelor number three, please. I, uh, uh, no, I'm speechless on that one. <laughs> oh, come on. You sound like you're the creative type. You have no idea. <laughs> oh. Apparently, I don't. <laughs> All right, we'll come back to Bachelor Number. You got it? Uh, you ever see UHF? MC UHF? No, you ever see the movie UHF? Mm. No, I don't think I have. Oh, no, go see the movie UHF and then use your imagination. All right. All right, Bachelor Number One. Uh, nothing, because I'm shooting blanks at this point. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Um, bachelor number two. Peanut butter. Peanut butter. Ooh, sticking with sticking with the peanut butter. 
All right. At this point, this is the point where I'm going to hang up on you three bachelors, and I will only be calling back the winner. Okay. So uh, this is your last opportunity to say something to win over Jessica Dunn and um, possibly put in that finishing touch to make you the winner. So let's start with bachelor number one. We'll go in order again. Bachelor number one, your last words to the beautiful Jessica Dunn. Uh, I answered all the questions correctly and didn't make you say some stupid shit about a tiny boat or something like that. Okay. Okay. <laughs> bachelor number Bachelor number two. All right, Jessica, if we don't talk again, I know you're going to use the toy boat joke on one of your friends, so make sure you, you have a good time with that. All right. <laughs> bachelor number three. I just don't want to be the last choice, so if I am, don't pick me. all right we will be back in just a moment with jessica dunn and we'll see what she uh the thoughts that are going through her mind at this point all right uh that sounded like just a moment but i had to actually get rid of all the guys i'm back with jessica and pj um let's go through your thought process here jessica walk us through what you were thinking as these guys answered your questions well, I thought it was very interesting. Bachelor number three, um, I kind of don't even know what to say about that. He had some um, maybe a little bit arrogant answers, but I don't know. I kind of found him a little bit funny. Uh-huh. Um, I thought it was weird that nobody mentioned anything about working out or training or asking me about that. Um, bachelor number two, the fact that he talked about peanut butter, mm-hmm. I like that. <laughs> you can fill me up completely with that. And bachelor number one, I would have to say, um, I like his honest answers, so that's that's pretty good too. But I like how bachelor number two kind of challenged me a little bit. You like that? And just didn't, yeah, I like that. Oh, Somebody who just didn't like give me an answer, and he kind of like. Do you like how he challenged you to say toy boat over and over again? Not about that, but I like how he kind of like actually came up with a question of his own to ask me. Mm, how do you like that, PJ? See? Uh, surprised, I must say. I'm surprised. Um, that's interesting. We both find that interesting. Um, so um, I don't like the question necessarily. But you like the effort that he put in? Yeah. Okay, that's good. Maybe that's what he was going for there because uh, it was a strange question. But uh, if it elicited that response, then I guess it worked. Um, what else? Um, what answer did you find most unusual? Um, I would say the comment about the the UHS movie, I guess it was. UHF, right? yeah, that, yeah. Like a frequency. Yeah, UHF movie. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, something that I've actually never seen. I'm going to have to Google that later on tonight and uh, check it out. Yeah, I'm, me and PJ both recognize. PJ actually is the one who remembered that it was a, uh, what'd you say? It was a, um, a Wild Al, Will Yankovic, yeah. Um, and what the hell was with the beanbag chair comment? <laughs> Who was that? That was number two, wasn't it? At the foot of your bed like a dog? That was, that was the number, number two. two. That was the one you liked, number two. No, I didn't say he was my final choice. Oh, okay. No, no. We're just, we're, no, I'm just saying you did enjoy some of his other comments. Yeah. Um, Boy and beanbag chairs. And... He's creative. He's creative. Uh, number three was, was definitely, uh, I guess, a little bit um, off. PJ, what do you, you want to give her some advice? Who do you, I mean, I don't want you to tell her who you think you should give because obviously you know more about well, these I guys. I think that number one, I think, was very honest with pretty much yeah, all that's, of Yeah, I agree. I liked his, I liked his they description. Were, whether, they were, uh, whether they were good answers or bad answers is, is to remain seen, but you could tell he was very honest. Number two, I thought, was kind of um, trying to play the role 
of you know the charming guy uh, with thinking of things that you, that you know would score him points in the game. Uh, where number three, uh, his answers may have been a little bit uh, strange or perhaps arrogant, uh, but you could see that he showed his wit. Uh, and I definitely don't think he was trying to be to be something that he's not. Um, uh, so you have three you know totally different guys. Uh, they're definitely all very different. Um, I will say that they all are into working out, though. None of them are. None of them are like just because they didn't mention working out doesn't mean that any one of them uh, is not uh, in shape to a greater or lesser degree. But they're all workout. They're all guys that go to the gym every day. Who's the biggest one? Oh, we can't tell you that. We can't tell you ah, that. No, 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 no. They could, they're all three hundred pounds and six feet tall. <laughs> <laughs> Um, that would definitely they're be giving away. I'll take it. Yeah, they're, they're, I, we're, we can't be giving away those kind of details. Yeah. Um, you, um, let's see, what else, PJ? What else do you want to you give any other advice here? Uh, do I have any other advice? I like the answer, uh, answer number one. I mean, uh, bachelor number one's answer to the three words that describe him. What did he say? Young, Hung and full of cum or something like that. Young, yeah, hung, you're ready, to come. ready to come. You're ready to come. Yeah, that was that was. I almost felt like that that he was that answer was too quick. And the other two guys kind of felt. I mean, they were like kind of like, oh, like that was that was hard to follow. You know. That that was hard to follow. That's why you had to mix the order up for each guy. You know. Yeah. Um, it only makes it fair. Yeah, that was he was quick. He was definitely quick with that. Um, did you want to ask Jessica some sex questions? It sounded like that was on your mind. This is a yeah, good opportunity. I'm interested in, in the, uh, and you know, we could dabble in the sex stuff a little bit. I mean, do you uh, think? Let me let me ask. Two. Since you're the you're the sex guy, basically, let me ask the first sex question because I'll probably okay. be tamer than you anyway. Um, so, what are the chances if you guys hit it off, like if whoever you choose and you guys hit it off completely, what are the chances that you would have sex with them on the first date? Not gonna happen. Definitely not. Yeah, I think it's. I, I'm not like that. I think it's kind of pointless. You know, you you do that, and like, as soon as you have sex with a guy, they're just going to lose interest. Why do that? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So that is I, a uh, that is a good answer. Although I did yeah, make quite the career of, of girls that did the opposite. That is a very good. Answer. <laughs> you PJ pressured them. Pressured guys. them all. I <laughs> love sex probably just as much as you do, PJ, and I, pro- I definitely don't get it enough. But I wouldn't sleep with somebody on the first date at all. That's just definitely sending a wrong impression of who I am. A sexual yeah. girl uh, as I am, you, I would never do and that. You don't love sex as much as me because I would have sex on the first date. <laughs> 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 um, what if? Let me ask you this: If one of these guys um, they go out with you and things are going well, and you know, no sex happens, but things are going very well. And they're pressing hard. At what point do you like for sex? Like they're pulling the PJ bra and they're like, you know, they're pushing hard. Do you, wh- at what point do you tell them, hey, back off? Or, or how does that happen? You mean if it was the first date? Yeah, like you're, you're already, you, it sounds like you, no matter what, have set your mind that it's not going to happen. Um, h- at what point do you have to push back or what do you say to, 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 to slow it down? Um, I think that if it gets to the point where they're just, like, really pushing kind of all over me, I'd probably stress the idea of, like, listen, you know, I definitely want to hang out with you and get to know you, but there's nothing in my pants for you tonight. Hmm. What if I mean, I wouldn't the opposite happens? What if you're really, really into the guy and mm-hmm. he's just super, super, super passive, doesn't even try anything, like, not even a kiss? Does that totally disappoint you? Um, no, it wouldn't. I would guess I would... 
I would either think of two things and I would find out probably within the next like week or so if he was interested or not. Two, he was either being respectful or number one, that he just wasn't feeling it, but I would want him to tell me because I don't take it personally. Hey, if you're not into me, you're not into me. You know what I mean? I'd rather have somebody tell me right off the bat so we don't waste each other's time. That makes sense. Makes sense. Very logical. What if, what if, okay, so what if, you know, it's understood, you know, that the date's going great and, um, you know, you don't plan on having sex. He doesn't plan on having sex. But what if he brings up sex and you and do you indulge in a sexual conversation with him? Like, you know, what your likes and dislikes are, or do you shy away from that conversation? Um, I guess I would touch upon it a little bit. I mean, we're not in high school, so we're we're all adults here. It's not it doesn't mean like you're being dirty or you're a slut or whatever for talking about it because you know, nowadays everybody talks about it. I wouldn't get into great detail about what I like or positions I like with this person because I don't know them. I would have to say they would have to earn that right from me. PJ, you want to give her some other what-if questions? I know we like what-if questions. I don't think we do that enough on the what show. If, what if off the subject of sex? Okay. What sort of, what sort of you know, this could lead to sex down the road. Say you're, at, you're, you're, you're on a date, and let's just say, like, the, the date goes fantastic, right? And, like, you, you close the night out, and you guys decide to set up a second date. And your second date, you're going to meet at the gym, and you're both going to train. And maybe you're not going to train together, but you're both going to train at the same time. And you're in there doing your thing, and you really like this guy. You think he's cool. He's very good looking. And you, you watch him, and he's doing, like, a, like a CrossFit workout. Does that <laughs> thing. What was the last part of the question? Does that ruin all the good stuff? Does that totally negate all the good stuff? Are you? Is it over after that? <laughs> because he was doing a CrossFit workout? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Actually, no, because I was an instructor at a CrossFit gym for about three and a half years. There you go. There you go. Yeah. Yes, but you, you, are, you are a woman. And yes. And I feel that it is more acceptable for women to do CrossFit. And if people have a problem with that, they can email me at pgbronfitness at yahoo.com. <laughs> <or other laughs> I would prefer that he do traditional bodybuilding workouts like I do. Mm-hmm. You know, because I don't want to talk to somebody who's been drinking the CrossFit Kool-Aid because you know they all do. That's yeah. the reason why I stepped away from it. And so that would probably lead to an argument. Doing, doing just like set after set of like just ridiculous kipping pull-ups. Like you, you're cool with that? Not really. I would just probably, I would probably say something to him afterwards. I wouldn't want to embarrass somebody publicly like that, but I'd be like, bro, what are you doing? Okay. I got one. I got one. What if on your, on, on your first date with this gentleman, things are going fantastic. It's going awesome. And, uh, you know, you're talking, everything's going great. And he says, listen, he says, just so you know, I really, I'm really dead set on having a big family. I, my wife and I, whoever that is, I want to have at least 10 children. I think I definitely want kids down the road, but ten. <laughs> Sorry, I don't want to. I want to keep having sex with my husband after I have a kid. Not not. <laughs> that makes sense. That's too much. I would say like limit is two, maybe three. That's about it. That's and if he doesn't like it, he's gonna have to find somebody who does. Yeah. All right, I have a good one. Now, yeah. So we can do this all night. This is probably we should start wrapping it up yeah. after this. Yeah, yeah. Just to give you a scenario, and you're gonna tell okay. me the two scenarios uh, would you go for? Now, scenario number one, you and this guy hit it off great, and um, he's very, very uh, attractive. He's got a great personality. You guys you guys are, 
are uh, going to pursue something serious, and that the time comes uh, when it's time to have sex, and he takes his clothes off, and he has a absolutely just tiny penis. Not not tiny to the point where it's just like you know Guinness Book of World Records tiny, but maybe like, like three inches, like max. Just very very small. Three like three a, inches, three inches. That's good. That's very small. Three, oh my three God. inch penis. Okay, and it's it's. Uh, and it has and it has a humongous head, but it's only three inches long. Okay, now that is scenario number one. Scenario number two, uh, when he takes his clothes off, he has a monstrous, monstrous penis that would be so painful for you. Like I'm talking like thirteen, fourteen inches long, thicker than a coke can. Like 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 just it'd be like being like fisted every time. But you knew you'd be in a life of pain. Uh, oh which, my God. Scenarios? Do you question. go for? It? Do you go Good for the nice penis, or do you go for the monstrous, painful penis? Bravo, PJ. Bravo. That is, um, well, I would say that I'm a top, so I'd take the pain. Wow, she wants to be nervous. <laughs> all those guys out there that think the size doesn't matter, you should all go slit your wrists right now. <laughs> all you three-inch penises out there, kill yourself. <laughs> go hang yourself in your shower rod. Yeah, exactly. Use your your shoelaces like our buddy uh, Spencer right. over there. Um, all right, I think it's time now. PJ is right. It's time. The suspense is killing me. Who are you choosing and uh, Why? Well, this is a tough one. I like number one because he's so honest about his answers, it seems like. But number three seems like a complete smart ass like myself, which kind of really intrigues me. Um, but when I asked the question of, on average, how many dates would you wait before you slept with your date and you still talk to them after? And he said three. I think he said no. Right? He yeah, said the, no. Number one said three and no, yeah. And then number three said yes, didn't he? He said a strange answer. He said something like, yes, he talked to them, but it was zero dates. Right. Um, you know what? I think I'll go with number three, as bizarre as that sounds. <laughs> I need some craziness in my life. Wow. This is a good one. This is a good one, PJ. It worked <laughs> out. I, I had a feeling that it was going to work out like this, didn't you? I swear so did I, dude. So did I. What did you say? My God. I swear I knew that he was going to win. I mean, it makes it so much funnier. All right, so what? What? how do we do this now, PJ? Should, should I uh, call him now, or what do you think we should do? Uh, yeah, I think we need to uh, call him now. And um, Do I know I, this person? I don't know. Let's see. Let him tell you Let him tell you your, his name. Right? Okay. Is that what you want to do, PJ? Let him say his name? Yeah, let him tell her. Yes, okay. You can, you can, you can ask questions about him. If I'm assuming he'll answer. I don't know. He may not want to answer all the questions on the air. I'm not sure. So let's see what he. Let's see what. Should, um, should we just come right out and let him know he's the winner, or should we kind of string him along a little bit? I don't know. What do you think? You um, want to just tell him a couple questions first, and then let him know he's the winner. With her on the phone, or with not her on the phone? No, let's keep her on the phone. Okay. All right. Here we go. I'll let you. I'll let you direct this first part, PJ. Go right ahead. Okay. You handle this. Okay, we're calling him right now. The winner, number three. You better answer. 
Bachelor number three. Yes. People <laughs> being uh, so patient. Um, and I also want to uh, thank you for doing the show tonight. Um, what did you think? The questions weren't too bad, right? No. Are we still on the radio? Yeah, we're still on the radio. We are, we are on the radio. <laughs> are you um, filming me? Are we wetting you? Are we what? Are you filming me? Filming you? How are we going to be filming you? <laughs> I'm, in, I'm in the bushes right now filming you, yes. Uh, how do I look from this angle? Oh, nice. I got your back, your rear end. Nice. <laughs> well, listen, Bachelor number three, without dragging this on any further, uh, after some careful thought, our Bachelorette has decided that you are the winner of the game, which is hilarious, uh, and that uh, your wit in your answers, uh, although sarcastic and perhaps arrogant, uh, was the key to your success uh, in this game. And uh, we weren't sure if you wanted to reveal your identity on the air or if you wanted to keep that private, so that's why we're still addressing you as uh, Bachelor number three. Uh, but you can uh, introduce yourself right now if you would like to. <laughs> yeah, what the hell. Uh, Chris, Christopher Nimzik. And if you guys want to look me up, because I'm sure everybody will. And no, do not request me as a friend, because I don't want you as a friend. <laughs> N-I-E-M-C-Z-Y-K. So all you schmoes can whack it to that picture. <laughs> I'm sure PJ has the schmo following in check. Yes, yes. There'll be 75 new thousand uh, guys checking out your picture by tonight. Oh, he has a good profile picture right now, too, by the way. Yes, I do. Our gay, our gay listeners may want to get on this before he changes it when he gets bombarded by all of my weird fans that come after him. That's true, uh, because it is a very, very good this, is, this, is, this is their opportunity, because... Um, he's definitely not going to accept them as a friend. So this is the, their chance to see the one good picture. Well, you can, they can go. They can go to my stupid fan page and like me instead if they really want. Ah, oh, there you go. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> you can be one of my two two likes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, um, Chris, what do you tell uh, tell Jessica a little bit about yourself? Like what you do, where you live, etc. Uh, I live in Eastern PA. Um, nobody come stalk me where I will kill you. Um, I work for Muscle Farm as the Northeast sales manager, uh, and I do some international for them. Um, I used to compete. I no longer do due to injuries um, and some other legal issues. <laughs> <laughs> and that's, that's pretty much about it. Um, I live by myself, no girlfriend, don't really want one. Um <laughs> <laughs> That's about it, really. <laughs> Very interesting. What do you think about your uh, your choice? Is your, is your, are you still happy? I mean, Chris. The, I mean, what do you think about his resume? Let's put it that way. No, I think that's good. I, I'm really glad it's somebody that is involved in the industry. That makes me super, super happy because that's a huge passion of mine. Obviously, um, so we share that same interest. Um, I'm pretty sure that if we had a gym workout, it would go pretty well. Yeah, yeah. How how far away is uh is Pittsburgh? I don't know. Um, Pittsburgh from here, like four hours maybe. Wow, that's great. That's great. That's pretty close. Pretty close. It's not that far. No. Well, are you going to come fly me in the Jewish jet? The Jewish jet? Yeah, my Jewish jet. Yeah, your Jewish jet. Yeah, it's refueling right now. The Gulf Stream, you mean? Uh, yeah, I could have it pick you up and drop you off for sure. Give me a day or two. 
Um, you're gonna be. You guys go to a lot of shows, so you're gonna. You're you're almost guaranteed to meet each other in the near future, as the season is pretty much going on right now. Yeah, well, I'll be around. I'll, I'll be at. Uh, I know I'll be Olympia, Arnold, all the Hartford, uh, all the Europas, um, and a couple of MMA events, and uh, the Body Power in the UK. I think. Oh, very cool, very cool. So we're gonna have to set something up here. You both know each other's names. Uh, I feel like I did a good job as the Jewish matchmaker. How do you feel, PJ? Uh, very, very good job. I, I think that uh, the, the circumstances of the way that the uh, the guest situation uh, went at the end, I almost feel like this is fate, uh, is bringing fate. them together the way it worked out like it's that. Fate. This is a little scary now that you put it that way, because Chris was just, I mean, he was a last minute. He was a fill-in for Spencer, who had band practice, like a douche. Can I actually say something right now? Yeah. I um, went and I looked at his pictures. He's extremely good looking. Oh. He's got a really nice physique. Good. Oh, how do you like that, Chris? Yeah, I cut, I cut, I cut my head off. You're lucky. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> you look good from the, from the neck nice down. some nice arms I'd like to rub up on. Oh. <laughs> there you go, Chris. There you go. You're, you're almost there, buddy. Um, uh, I am. Did the Jewish jet get me? Not yet. Not yet. I told you a day, a day. Give me a day. Um, Aaron, just pick us both up. Pick you both up in the Jewish jet. Yeah, that that. Uh, don't wait on that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, all right, guys. Thank you very much for playing. I think this was very successful. I personally am very happy with it. I think when you two meet, you'll both be very happy with it. And I know PJ, you're ecstatic as well. Ecstatic. Ecstatic. With that note, I'm going to let everybody go, except for PJ. We'll finish off the show. Thank you guys very, very much. Bye. 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 You two lovebirds say bye to each other one more time. Bye, Chris. Oh, Chris, you still there? Oh, Chris is gone. Oh. Are you there? In, in typical Nemchek fashion. He's, he's gone. Here. He hangs up before the last. Oh, it's all right. You guys will be in touch uh, we're going to set this thing up. PJ, let's uh, take a quick break. We'll be right back. All right, PJ. Um, that was cool. I, I liked the dating game. I liked it, too. It was fun. Uh, I, I really am, am beside myself with the way that this game decided to go uh, with who won it and the fashion in, in which he won it uh, and the circumstances that led to him winning uh Considering he wasn't going to be playing this game tonight, Spencer Barrett, but once again, you really dropped the ball here. Yeah, Spencer Barrett's got to be kicking himself right now because he um, he was basically, I mean, he was in Bachelor number three spot, you know, in Bachelor number three won. Yeah. It wasn't him, but he, he could have won. Huge um, fumble. Oh, well, and, and if Spencer heard uh, Jessica's, you know, uh, response to Chris and everything, I think that, um, you know, the... The pump has been primed, as you say. You know what I mean? Oh, you know, it's fate. It's, I, I feel like this was fate, man. It's, it's a big deal. And uh, I, I really, you know, I wonder what is going to happen with these two crazy kids. I have a feeling that this is not the end uh, of the story here. I I would have to agree with you. I think that uh, there's definitely uh, potential for, for, for at least a, a meeting, I think, if I... Uh, you know, if I know bachelor number three, uh, I think that this uh, will definitely uh, start in some conversation. Yeah, uh, some some Facebook Facebook messages back and forth, maybe. 
yeah, I think a little Facebook messaging and um, yeah, maybe we'll a few, maybe a few naked pictures texted back and forth is the next step. Sexting, <laughs> yeah. uh, as the as the youngsters call it. Yes, yes, I can see that they'll meet up at a show and um, something will happen. Whether it's love or lust or just fucking something, I believe will happen here. Um, to be a fly on the wall in that hotel room, PJ. Yes, to be a fly on that wall, that's for sure. Um, anyway, uh, that was the show for tonight. I hope everybody enjoyed it as much as uh, you and I did. Um, I think we'll do another dating game. Uh, you know, I like this enough that I think that uh, we should definitely do a second one in the future at some point. So if you are a hot girl, um, sufficiently hot, uh, which means that, you know, you know, I guess they don't have to compete. You know, if they listen and they're single and they're just hot, you know, that's good enough to get them a, a potential dating game. And we'll line you up uh, a whole new list, uh, a top three uh, guys there. With uh, You know, all those guys were pretty good. Uh, I, should we tell the other identities of the other two at this point? I think so, right? Uh, no, I think we should re- remain, uh, leave them a mystery in case we have them on a uh, future show. I thought they were both good. I, I want to make a mention. When we were off the air of this, uh, we were off the air, and you said Bachelor Number Two's uh, what do you say, rubber boat or something? What was it? Uh, tugboat. Tugboat. Yeah, tugboat. You said this was stupid. That was a, that was a, a mistake. You said, but in reality, it wasn't a mistake at all. It was good strategy because she actually found it intriguing. Which I was, uh, I'm sure you were shocked. Also shocked that that she would find that intriguing because I thought it was kind of dumb, but it worked. On very very low calories and carbohydrates. Right? <laughs> uh, I think in a normal setting, uh, that that kind of behavior would not fare too well. I don't know. I don't know. But uh, it worked. It, it didn't work all the way because she didn't win. Um, so I guess that is it for this week. And I won't. I won't uh, give out the names of the bachelors in case um, they'll play again next time. So. I do encourage people to email PJRI on Facebook or at our email addresses if you think that you would be the next Bachelorette. And, uh, you know, that's it for this week, PJ. You want to give uh, your information in case people want training with you or want to contact you or whatever? I would love to. It is my email is pjbrawnfitness at yahoo.com. You can check out my website, www.pjbrawn.com. There's probably up to about 20 really solid testimonials on there. All different kinds of people. Um, I do it all, not just competitors. Uh, I do specialize in competitors, but I do it all. Thank you to my sponsor, Iron Mag Labs, for making my uh, pre-contest preparation go very smoothly so far. Uh, That's it for me. Um, Mine is Jubacca, Jubacca, at rxmuscle.com. Follow me at Twitter, at sign Aaron Sigerman. And I'd also like to thank... Iron Mag Labs for being the title sponsor of our show. Ergopep.com for being our exclusive peptide sponsor. You guys can use their coupon code IRONEMPIRE10, all one word, to get 10% off. Also, Orbit Nutrition, Mitch Barnum over there at uh, uh, OrbitNutrition.com. And our coupon code over there is IER5 for 5% off. They're already low, extremely low, discounted supplement prices, and they got everything over there. So check them out. Thanks for listening this week. Come back next week, and we'll have something else good for you. Bye, PJ. Later. Now, what's up, baby? Why are you looking out there? Come here. Hold up, R. Kelly. I am not one of your groupies. I know you didn't even try to play me like that. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Why are you going off like that?
زندگی فیلم Because I don't 